and he was a Victorian erotica enthusiast. Sounds good. Uh, should we start the podcast? You catch us in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> Welcome to the 11th episode of the Buckley and Hodges Technology Half Hour, where we might talk about technology and we might talk for half an hour. 11 episodes? I know. Wow. 10 if, you ca- if we started at zero. <laughs> Which we should have done, really. We, sh- we should have had a zeroth episode. Yeah. Uh, we. I'm Ollie. Uh, and I'm Duncan. We're uh, academics at a UK institution. And we'll... When you say institution, it makes it sound like we're at some kind of mental asylum. Occasionally it feels like that. <laughs> Can we say that? Yeah. Okay. However, all views are our own. They're not representative of our employers, past, present or future. Nice try, Doc Brown. Oh, you're <laughs> nice, go with nice, Doc? nice try. <laughs> not I, this time. I was trying to think of uh, of I, a uh, time travel because I think you've probably used Doc, Doc Brown before. I don't think I've used Doc Brown. Okay. I think I've used Marty McFly and Biff Tannen. Oh, you're just working your way through one. Who else is? There? Uh, oh, well, future episode. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tease. Spoiler. That's what you call a hot tease. <laughs> so, uh, so, should we start with something different? Yes. So. Do you want to start? Yeah. Because you told me mine was a really good segue to the rubbish IoT device, which has now got me thinking I might want to change mine. <laughs> well, you can if you like. So, actually, something else I found out. I think I found it out yesterday, but I might have known this for a while and i just forgotten it. Do you know what Scooby-Doo's real name is? Scooby-Doo's real name is? Yeah. Scooby-Doo's a fictional character. He doesn't have a real name? No, but in, in the fiction. Right. In the Scooby-verse. In the scooby <laughs> Scooby-Doo is a shortening of his real name. No. Yes. Do you know what his real name is? No, tell me. Would you like a guess? Scoobius. Ooh, not far off. Scoobert Doobert. Scoobert Doobert, really? <laughs> and I've been able to think about nothing else since <laughs> I found that out. Because the implications are mind-blowing. Scooby stack- Snacks now become Scooby Snacks. snacks. How do you feel about this new information? Wow, how, that's changed my worldview on so much. How does it reframe your childhood? Uh, you know, the recent arrests of my childhood heroes are just were a, a concern, and now they're just minor things in, in the... Scoobit Yeah, there you go. Wow. Bombshell. I should have saved that until the end. <laughs> a thought piece for later. But aside from the Dubit revelation... Nintendo have announced a new console. So I have seen nothing of this, even though it was like released yesterday yeah, morning. Yeah, I thought you have seen the video for this. No. It's called Nintendo Switch. They're, they're ditching the Wii because we've all had our fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we've all had our laughs with that. They didn't go for the N- Nintendo Poo, as I thought they might. Nintendo Switch. Switch. And it is a home console, but it's portable. Okay, in the same way that a PS4 is portable, you can put it in a backpack and carry it around? No, is right. it you can play it while, according to their advert, while you're walking a dog, while you're being driven in a VW camper van by your friends, while you're in your own apartment and then your friend spies you from across the road at their apartment rooftop party and waves you over. So instead of just going to the party, you take your Wii Switch with you so all your friends can watch you play Zelda, Mario or Skyrim, bizarrely enough. So presumably there's a screen involved then for so it to be there's a dock, portable, right? And the little screen, which looks like a tablet, slots into the dock, and th- this dock powers it, charges it, and connects it to a TV. When you get bored of that, you slot in two controllers to the side of the screen, lift it out of the dock, and there, hey presto, it's a portable console. 
Okay. It's about the size of an iPad mini by the look of it. So you have okay. two controllers the when it's docked, but you only when it's in your lounge. Yes. Or wherever one plays one's games yep. in your house. And but they, then when you make it portable, you only have one pair. You've only have one controller. They slot onto either side of the screen. Yeah. So like a Game Boy Advance or PS Vita set. Okay. And they they're like the ears to pull it out of its holster. What do you think of that? I'm. So presumably it's this. It has a huge battery pack on it. it. Doesn't look like it. So that's a concern number one. Right. The portable screen only does 720p. That's yeah. concern number two. Does it have? How does the the media? I haven't dug into it enough to work. Does it, it have like uses, a CD drive or does it just permanently it uses, download? Because that's really annoying at times. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it might be physical media still. Not because sure. it's really down, really annoying to like if I buy something on PlayStation Store and I download it, it takes up forty gig of my PlayStation machine. And if if you can only fit, oh, to be fair, it's a Nintendo console, so you're only going to play two games on it: uh, Mario, Zelda, Mario Kart three. Three, sorry, three. Uh, they've got big support from um, Bethesda apparently, because the trailer featured Skyrim quite a lot. Skyrim that came out five years ago. Yeah. And it's due for a, a refresh now. Ah, about time to release to go onto a Nintendo yeah. console. I'm quite looking forward to the new Skyrim. Well, new, new old Skyrim. Um, it doesn't seem to say what media it uses yet. Or I, I've not found it anywhere. Hardware, blah, 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 blah. No. I would imagine download because putting a CD drive into something like that is going to mm. kill it. I suppose they could use SD cards like 3DS, but they're not very big, are they? But you were saying it has like a physical dock when you're at home. Yes, it's like a so you could have the CD drive in there and then. Nope, the dock is only for charging or connecting to a TV. Oh. It does nothing else. So on the Wii U, you had the the remote screen and you could cast games to that. But all the processing power is still in the Wii U. This the screen is all the processing power. So that's going to limit the battery life or the power of it. But it's not going to compete directly with PS Pro. No, or, it's or never going Scorpio to. Scorpio, whatever it is. Um, if you really want. You can have the screen on its own and you can use half of the two controllers, one that goes on each side. One person can use half a controller, essentially. So the two so side controllers... four players squished round a... Well, two players off the two halves. Each per player uses the half console. Oh, okay. Controller. I thought you meant half of no. the half controller. But the half controllers are tiny. They would disappear in normal size hands. So the Wii adverts always had... Um, people, big families jumping around, playing together, mm. and old people. And no, these adverts. So these adverts were they that, or were they no children, no not, children, not a child to be seen, which is unusual for Mario and Zelda mm. and all that stuff. They featured Zelda quite heavily. There are a lot of millennials, oh. and you know how we hate millennials on this podcast. <laughs> Even though I think I fall roughly into that banding, and you you hate them because you're jealous. <laughs> But yeah, it was all trendy. There was some trendy people playing basketball and being driven there in a VW camper. Of course. And people having a roof party people in Manhattan. People having a roof party uh, in Manhattan and waving over their friend. And obviously their friend took Mario to show them all. Uh, and the, what was the other one? There was another weird scenario. Oh, a guy was playing on his TV and the dog kept barking. So he was like, oh, for God's sake. And clips in his controllers, picks up the screen, takes the dog out for a walk and he's just looking at the screen, ignoring his dog. It's so presumably he gets mugged. He gets mugged, dogs pooing everywhere. It, it's going nuts and he doesn't care, but he's having a great time on Zelda. So, so it doesn't sound that you... I'm not sold on it. I'd rather get PSVR. 
as a hint to anyone so, who would like to buy me or send me one to try out. So um, how much is it? Don't know. Don't know. It's out in 2017 something. Uh, I think, so. I'm sure I read March. March 2017. Neatly avoiding Christmas. Uh, why would you want to hit Christmas? <laughs> why would Nintendo do that? They don't want to make money. Um, but it sounds like they're going a good way about it. So no, it sounds, sounds interesting. Sounds quirky. Sounds like they're not trying to compete with anything good anything like xbox or ps it's interesting that they're refocusing away from the younger market kids and families kids and families yeah we was all about families which out of context sounds terrible (laughs) it does sound awful um but i don't know is it things like pokemon go taking off amongst young 20s and millennials i was going to avoid the term but but you, you, you that's what you meant I don't know. But yeah, because we focus quite heavily on family and you must know everyone commercial must games. Knows. Have you seen your mum Wii? No. Has she not weed? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. That's a verb. It's fine. <laughs> Is it? You, you've never seen your mum Wii? <laughs> Just stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. But it's a very different direction for them. It is, yes. And they're going for grown, the grown-up market by playing five-year-old games on it, like Skyrim. I thought I had a knock then, didn't I? Yeah. Carry on. Um, what is your something different? So my something different is is more of a, haha, I'm going away for a month, so I'm not going to be in the office for a month. Good. I am taking something called shared parental leave. What does that mean? Which How's is that, what, where... What, what's going on? So where... So we've just had a baby... Not well, us. not n- just n- not you and I. Not you and I. No, <laughs> me and my significantly better half have had a baby. Well, eight months old yesterday or the day before. Um, the baby, not your better half. Not my better half. <laughs> um, and it's not us that's had the baby. Just to be perfectly clear, <laughs> yes. we're still trying to get the paperwork through for that one. Um, and basically, I steal a bit of her maternity leave to have some time off. So this is drifting away from our usual podcast of. We understand. We explain technology things we don't fully understand to you explaining HR That's things you don't fully I, understand. I, <laughs> I can't lie, the intricacies of, of it are a bit lost on me, but essentially I get a month off to spend time with my son. So Which I'm not going to be in for a month. Neatly coincides with the new Call of Duty release. That is entirely coincidental. You're not going to be making the most of that? Uh, probably not, because I'll be looking after my son. You can do both. I'd probably I don't know I don't think I can because when he's asleep I need to cook his food you can't cook exactly that's oh why I God. need hours and hours to prepare I'd like baby to food. put this in as a preemptive call to the NSPCC <laughs> about malnutrition then right well that's going to be lovely isn't it so yeah so I'm not in for a month and I think it's a really good scheme uh, to take some time off and if more people took it it would help balance out there is a lot of literature that I've seen about fathers not spending enough time with kids and not bonding well enough with kids. Hmm. But that's all social science nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense grounded theory. Yeah, who cares? Um, so you're not going to be here. So I am not going to be here for a month. So unless you're trying to burgle this office, in which case there's a rabid dog inside. I'll be it. here. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it. So that might mean I'm going to try and find some people to stand in and be my pretend Duncan for the... So intervening weeks. So yes. So they're going to be trying to keep you on course and sensible. We'll see. So we'll see if we can get someone to be the the smart one to my stupid policeman. But I don't think it'll work. 
Well, we we can see what the listeners think. Uh, yeah, but um, I, yes, I will be. If you've got any comments on shared parental leave, tweet Duncan. <laughs> I, I think it's a great idea, and I think more people should do it. He, well, I mean, there's a limitation to who can do it. Well, yeah, I'm because not suggesting not anyone does it. I'm suggesting if you've had a baby, you maybe do it. Recently? I would say within a year, yes. Yeah, not like I've got a 20-year-old at home <laughs> going to have some shared parental leave. Can you do that? Can you backdate it? No. Well, I don't... I've, you might be able to. We don't know. Who knows? We're the, not lawyers or HR experts. Far from it. We're not experts of much. Which actually, talking about that, made my brain sag into something else. Call of Duty beta? Yes. I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it. I've cancelled my pre-order. I, I didn't enjoy it so much. Well, actually, the beta starts again tomorrow. Actually, tonight. Tonight, yes. Yeah, I might have one more go, but I've ordered Battlefield now, so I'm switching. Jumping ship. So I, I quite like the beta. I thought it was a bit, it was a bit slower than... I don't, I don't know if I want to play a futuristic game where you're jumping around with space packs and Halo all over the place. So I'm going to play a fun game about 38 million people dying in a big war. What do you think of that? Good? Uh, it's going to be cheery. I think the reviews for Battlefield 1 do look quite good, but be like all Battlefield games, it will become really hard really quickly and you'll get sniped across the map and not really know why you've died because someone's been playing the game for days I got absolutely destroyed on the Call of Duty beta a terrible ratio and I thought right I'm not playing ever again I quit <laughs> rage um, quit rage quit for life <laughs> but that aside that aside so IoT that device so moving on to the IoT device which I'm as I say slightly concerned about because you said oh that will segue really well off your shared parental leave something different what do you think about Passive I that's the company's name Passive Okay. What do you think that might do? I have no idea. Is it some form of? Has your your son had a dummy yet? Uh, he he was in hospital for a little while at the start, and the hospital staff used a, a pacifier when they were trying to like do tests and things. But we haven't at home because he doesn't like it. And I'm not getting involved into whether dummies are good or bad. That's we'll save that for Mumsnet and other such that's the horrid bu- corners of the internet. That's the future Buckley and Hodges parenting podcast. <laughs> uh, I really don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot measure how bad an idea that would be. Well, we'll see. That might, <laughs> that might be a future project on the horizon. Um what about if you could have a pacifier or dummy, if you're British or American, whatever you want to call it, that was a smart dummy, an IoT-enabled dummy? So, as always with this, what does the what does the extra IoT-ness of this particular dummy help me? How does what does it provide me? You can measure your baby's temperature from up to thirty feet away. What the dummy? Yep. No, the dummy's in the mouth. <laughs> oh, right. And the smartphone app. No, you don't. You point the dummy. <laughs> and the smartphone app tells you how hot your baby is. Like, temperature not. Four. <laughs> um, I don't need an ongoing measure of how of his temperature, so... Um, well, this might not be for you, then, because that's his main selling point. Oh, is that its only selling no, point? Not, not its only selling point. Okay. Presumably it's a dummy as well. Um, it can record medication. You can accu- accurately record any medication given to your baby, monitor the effects it has on temperature. So basically, and you can set reminders on the app, so basically it's an alarm clock and a spreadsheet 
to allow you to record when so you do medicine. We've got a app that we use for tracking when he sleeps and when he was a little baby we did when he eats and when he poos and things like that. But could you correlate that to a real-time temperature gauge? You could not correlate that to a real-time temperature gauge. What about, even better, track and locate the pacifier. Uh, It's tethered to your smartphone and you can be alerted to when you've dropped it. Um, And you can use it to find it. I, again, we don't, because we don't use a dummy, I don't know how easy they are to lose, but we haven't really, touch wood, lost a lot of stuff but other than a baby change mat, which was my bad. But you wouldn't lose a baby if you had this. If it was in the baby's mouth, you know where the baby is. So if you've got, if you don't keep a constant eye on your child, this allows you to be more, have a more laissez-faire attitude, <laughs> <laughs> a more hands-off approach to let them learn for themselves how the cruel reality of the world. Um, so we talked about low jacking your kids in the past i think about putting bugs on them that was slightly out. sinister not my children not yours no just children, children in, general. in general okay that's all right then uh didn't we talked about that really early on about an iot device to keep track of exactly where your kids are oh and, and, the, and who the, they were the talking bra- to the yeah. weird bracelets this is kind of for babies now um i'm out i can't lie well i don't we don't use a dummy so the app can monitor multiple pacifiers at the same time it, that's a feature which i wouldn't I would have expected, really. Suitable for babies of all ages. I like to think that means if you're 45, you can use it. <laughs> but I'm not sure it does. So, so whatever your age, you can have, you could get one. So, my, you, know, you know what my next question is going to be about this? Yeah. How much is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, That's is fine. it on Kickstarter? No, it's a proper app. It's a proper thing. It's done. It's, it's ready to go. It's lab certified. We're going to have to have a look how much this is while we talk about something else. It works with iOS 7 onwards and Android 4.3 or later. Suitable for babies of all ages. (laughs) Your good lady wife could buy you one. To to track your temperature while it works. (laughs) Monitor me. Yeah. Uh, Um, The Time magazine said this may change parenting forever. Which I think is quite a strong statement. I, I think so. Let's see. I've gone to buy now. And we'll see how much it is. I might buy one. Uh, it comes in a nice box. Looks like an iPhone box. £39. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's a Bluetooth but dummy. But it's got day. a Bluetooth, ASIC, and a temperature sensor in it, essentially. Yeah, and there's an app that's essentially a spreadsheet. So whilst not... It's only, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 times more expensive than a dummy. So it's better than that mirror that was... A thousand. <laughs> yeah, it was astronomically more expensive. So it's not the worst device. It's not, but it's not the best. You, you presented to me, but so I'm sorry. Their marketing department has tweeted about it and said, "Simple to use and comforting for baby too. Clever, huh?" And then it's got a picture of the dummies and a dictionary definition of what the word clever is, in case you don't know what that means. To really hammer that home. It's not that clever. It's not really, is it? Someone's thought, "Where can we put a thermometer?" We'll put it in a dummy. Uh, and then, when in doubt, put Bluetooth on it. Are babies' mouths a good indicator of their overall temperature? Uh, I don't understand uh, enough about the... We've got um, an ear temperature measuring thing. That sounds preferable to where I've heard you can measure babies' temperatures. Can well, you? under their armpit is the other place you measure Oh, I thought, did people not do up the bum temperatures anymore? <laughs> I genuinely don't know. Or is know. that just cats? <laughs> I, 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 is that... 
cats and carry on films where that happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, it was never a medical practice. Tweet us if you've ever had your temperature taken up your bottom at T-B-A-H-T-H-H. No, can you not if you have? No, you'll be away. I'll feel this. Okay. This, this is my area. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> a poor choice of phrase. Um, We've all got to have a specialism. <laughs> shall we move on? Because uh, time's a ticking. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? So, given that we're doing two this week... Are we? Well, haven't we already done one this week? No, was that, last week? that was last week. Okay. So, there was an interesting article that I read about Twitter bots. Trump bots. So, particularly Twitter bots um, working for Trump and Clinton. Let's call them Trump bots, because that's funny. Okay, we'll call them Trump it's bots. more amusing for me. Um, particularly during and the study that was brought to the attention was a study that took place during the first presidential debate on TV. Right. What's a presidential debate? What's a presidential debate? Mm -hmm. It's a debate between two presidential candidates. Right. Of what country? The US. Right, okay. So they're having one, are they? Yes. Right. I don't know. It's. I don't think it's been in the news much. It's passed me by slightly. Uh, who are the candidates? Donald Trump. Right. The man off Home Alone 2. Is he on Home Alone 2? Yeah, I think so. He, the, the Home, it, Home Alone boy runs past him and he says, are you all right? And he says, yes, I'm lost. And tr Donald Trump says, carry on. Oh, really? Pretty much. I, That's all I know him from. And the other one? Uh, Hillary Clinton. The saxophone player's wife. Yes, right. that's right. The saxophone player's wife. Right. Um, what about Colonel Sanders? Wasn't he running? He was in... So, he was running against Clinton to be the Democratic nominee. The chicken man. <laughs> yes, the chicken man. That's right. right. Okay. He did really well in the Deep South, but not really anything else. <laughs> it's not, not what we'd expect for a Democrat candidate, really. Um, I expect him to have antiquated views. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Fair but, enough. Um, and so there was a televised debate. What was particularly interesting was that uh, a new study by UK and US academics, it said, but they're not. They're, no one asked me. They're, they're not. No one got me involved in it. They are basically... They're a focus group of sorts. A, a, yeah, a think tank. Pretty, a think tank's quite good. Um, so they sifted... Four and a half million political tweets. It's quite a lot of tweets. Pro-Trump pro hashtags. Pro-Trump. Um, during the debate. And found that um, 1.76 million um, were posted by machines rather than people. Were they genuine machines? Or is it that Trump supporters are so silly you can't define them from <laughs> unintelligible bots? <laughs> so like a reverse Turing test. Yeah. Um, who knows? Take that. Take that, Republicans. Um, Actually, no, it's not fair. That's not Republicans. They're a special branch of Republicans. Yeah, I think that's probably meh. Because um, a lot of fairly notable Republicans are distancing themselves from Trump. Yes. Like the head of the party. Yes, and fairly ex sort of what I think most people in the... Most relatively liberal people would consider fairly right-wing are going, no, I'm out. He's too right-wing for me. Yeah. Um, so a lot of his support was a bot then? Yes. Uh, um, Hillary, Hillary Clinton equally. Um, so she had about 13.6% of her pro 
tweets were also bots. And what percentage of Trump, sorry? Um, about like... a third. Oh, well, there you go then. Um, compared to about a fifth of pro Clinton. So why would you want this? What was the benefit of having that? Why would you want bots? So there's a whole reason why you want... So anything that pushes your um, social media profile further up mm. is better. Are these bots in the kind of Russian sexy bots kind of way? In a sort of fembot style of thing. Well, no, and the, the ones that I get following me that are just a lady uh, with a, who follows a lot of people with not a lot of clothes in a profile picture, and that's it. And a bitly link to some... Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. goes somewhere, but you're never going to click on it. Exactly that. Um, are they those kind of ones? Because they, they're in Trump's area. Apart <laughs> from being Russian. Well, uh, um, no. And, so there were, it's all about pushing hashtags. So if you can make Crooked Clinton and make America great again oh dear hashtags if you can make them trend in the US then people will be excited but no one's yeah okay um, but no one's going to buy Twitter anyway no one wants Twitter for this exact reason <laughs> there was um, what was that stat so there was a stat I think in 2012 because um, it's, uh, it, it's come out recently that everyone has said no, we're not going to buy Twitter, thank you. So Twitter admitted in 2014 that 8% of its total traffic was bots. That's good. Um, and there's been other studies, like a 2015 study by Encapsula, who were sell DDoS protection. Um, they said about half of all internet traffic is bots. That's how the matrix starts. Um, with six, 40% being scraping bots and whatnot and being useful bots. So it's not that 60%. unusual then. So isn't that quite low then? 13% of her tweets are No, bots. but this is this is looking at... So that Encapsula study was looking at total internet okay. traffic, which I'm slightly sceptical of. That seems high. Um, because I suspect they're discounting things like Netflix. And oh, okay. Yeah, and all that. And, um, people listening to this. People listening to this. On SoundCloud. And, um, or iTunes, or wherever you get podcasts. Um... Peer-to-peer uh, -peer networks. You've got baby brain. <laughs> I think I have. Peer-to-peer -peer networks. Um, like Kazar. Like Tor uh, BitTorrent, thank you. Um, oh, right. the, the amount of traffic they generate is massive compared to everything else. So I suspect this Encapsula firm, their study that half of all internet traffic is bots, is doesn't count so this particular things of traffic. Did all these bots help Trump in any way? That's the interesting or that's the next stage that these studies don't that is one of my complaints with this study Ooh. in that the so what yeah that's great but it doesn't tell you anything about whether these were useful bots how were they engineered was there just pushing hashtags up is great but what's the impact what's what's the behavior change those pushing those things it's very up. hard to measure that though, isn't it it's very hard to measure it but that's what academia is for no I just don't do it um, well, that's what these people in this bash paper out an have easy done. paper. Yeah, away you go. Um, that's exactly what these people have done. How much would you pay for Twitter? How much would I? I, I think like if you wanted to buy the whole thing. So, if I was in full-on apprentice mode, mm -hmm. to I, go back to Trump. Very good. I was actually thinking because I watched The Apprentice yesterday. Um, uh, the UK version of The Apprentice, I should say. I've never seen it. Um, then I think you need to say, okay, how's it going to make money? And it kind of does its advertising stuff. 
yeah boxes and i think and stuff. that's your that's how you make money is because selling selling your data selling twitter data is hard well yeah could be because there's difficult to get value from it but so it's in the adverts and i'm not sure that twitter are particularly clear about how that works but if you're going to pay five billion for Yahoo, that was my next thing. Is how many Yahoos do you think Twitter is worth? I think Twitter is worth more Yahoos, at least the two or three rate Yahoos. Is more than one Yahoo to the Twitter? I, I would have said so. How many LinkedIn's do you think it's worth? I think it's. Oh, you see, I don't think it's worth a LinkedIn. LinkedIn is twenty-six billion. So I think it's probably. I, I, it's half a LinkedIn, though. Surely. I don't think it's half a LinkedIn. It's valued at twenty percent of a LinkedIn at the moment. I that's think twenty percent of a LinkedIn is probably about right. But no one's biting. But that that's price. quite a. Um, what about Snapchat? How many Snapchats is it worth? Is it worth five Snapchats? Probably actually. Snapchat's rubbish. I don't. I don't, I don't understand how you can make money on Snapchat. I've never used Snapchat. It's not really my age group. I don't think. Um, millennials. And if I'm going to send people naughty pics, I want them to know it's me. <laughs> and I want them to keep them forever. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Because you, it's like looking the at... The gift that keeps on giving. It's like looking at fine oil painting. You always see something new. There's <laughs> always something new to appreciate in there. And the, oh. eyes, the eyes follow you around the room. <laughs> I'll send you a couple while you're around. I'm out. I'm out. So the last thing about the Twitter bit yeah. was that there were some things about how to tell if someone's a bot did you read that no oh <laughs> well that's kill that then. so it was something about the number of people that you follow so if you follow massively more people than follow you that's a good sign a good indicator apparently that you're a bot yep so there's an attack i read about um i can't remember the lady's name but she was an author who'd written something that people didn't like and to get her account taken off twitter a lot of people paid for bots to follow her because you can get like a thousand bots for a few dollars so they ramped up the people following her. Right. And then Twitter thought she was a bot and candor. Oh. So I, that was an attack I hadn't heard about until then. But if you, it's, it's if the numbers of followers and following aren't really balanced very well. But you can be followed by more people. Yep. So someone like, um, I don't know, Justin Bieber. That's different. They're followed by millions and millions of people. But they, follow but they don't follow very many people. But they follow very, very few. Yeah. So, so he's not... I think it's in the ratios, though, because this was sort of... She had 20,000 followers, and she followed 500. And that was a, apparently the ratio that threw it off. But I, I, If I'd actually thought, I could have got the exact reference to this, but it's in a presentation on my laptop in the other room. So, no. <sighs> if only there's a way but to that's an interesting attack, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then hashtags, apparently. Yeah, hashtags that you use. Uh-oh, because we know some people who use a lot of hashtags. Yep. Hashtags you know who all. you are, young man. If you hashtag every word of a tweet, that's a good sign you're a bot. Uh, which I, I Is might. there something about the relatedness of the hashtags as well? Yeah, I think so. You can just If you just use disparate words as well, it's a little bit off. And the amount you tweet a day. Because some of those Trump yeah, bots so, are Some of these Trump bots were tweeting a thousand times a day, which even the most prolific of tweeters... Even I can't get to that. So though. Stephen Fry tweeted a lot, but he didn't do thousands a day. Uh, no, I I'm just keep thinking about Trump bots, and it's quite a scary term. <laughs> just keep thinking about what they are. Just a future army of Trump bots. But I'm also now thinking about if you had a ticket of Colonel Sanders and, like, Ronald McDonald. Oh. Like a fast food ticket, because I think Ronald's more liberal. So Colonel Sanders 
is switching from Democratic to the GOP. It doesn't matter. They can run for whatever party they want. Right. But, but, and then he's got Ronald McDonald as kind of the liberal on his ticket. Because what if you look oh, at... Oh, to balance the two. Yeah, because Ronald lives in that burger place. And there's, the mayor is a man with a burger head. True, true. And he's that's friends with that big purple thing. Grimace? Uh, yes, I think right. And he hasn't instituted the death penalty on the Hamburglass. No, that's true. So, and I think he was going out with a big bird at some point. Like he was in a feathered bird. Not oh, right. like, oh, <laughs> okay. She was a big old bird. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he had a bit of 70s robust language. And so I, I've just been thinking about that, actually, for the last 10 minutes. I suppose you could have the Burger King on there as well. Uh, other fast food outlets are available. I was going to say Papa John, but he's got a lot of... <laughs> Skeletons in his closet, I think. <laughs> so I don't really want to go there. And he's a real person. Is he? Yeah, Papa John is a real man. I'm not buying this. <laughs> no, this is like, it, this is like, why are you? It is. Papa John is a real man. Nope. He's, I don't think he makes people call him Papa. Anyway, should we start to wrap up? Well, yeah, all right. But I'm, I'm upset you don't believe me that John, Papa John is a big pizza man. He's not made of pizza. <laughs> John uh, Schnatter. I think we should probably wrap American up. businessman and CEO and spokesman for Papa John's. He founded the company in 1984. So his well, name's John. I don't know if you call him Papa. It's up to you. Anyway. I bet his children do. Big Papa. Anyway. So. Where can we find more Duncan? Uh, on my new website at duncanhodges.io. And. And on, at, on the Twitter. At. Dunk underscore H. And, and if you want to have tens of thousands of paid have tens of thousands of people follow me. Please, um, please do. Please do. Um, and and what, what about you? And what about in the? But you're in the real world, so I'm you're going to be over. Where can we find you for the next month? What's your address? In my house, <laughs> which is where I live. All right, you don't want to give out your address? No. The chicken. You can find me on squareeyedgeek.com and the podcast at squareeyedgeek.com slash t b a h t h h possibly. I can't remember. It's something like that. SoundCloud. What about what about your Twitter? <sighs> At O-L-I-B-C-K-L-E-Y because I'm going to be tweeting loads of stuff because it'll just be me and I'm going to have nothing else to do. So tweet me. You can tweet us at T-B-A-H-T-H-H but my Twitter is O-L-I-B-C-K-L-E letter Y not what? not the word letter then Y but you, you know what I mean. Um, and Hope. where can you find this podcast? Although you presumably already found it because you're listening to it but for, you can subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes or what are the other ones? SoundCloud or what, what? Stitcher or Stitcher Downcast. Or you or can get it on TuneIn so we're on Sonos now. Are we? Yeah. Good if you work. Sonos you can get it on TuneIn. Um, and if you drop a like and a subscribe it oh, really, awesome. or and drop us a review it really helps um, out the channel. Imagine if I've been listening to lots of podcasts so really? I've got that, that pattern down. I don't think anyone's ever reviewed it. And if you can get it to people, just start sharing it with people. Get yeah. people to listen. Come on. Help the boys. Yes. And who knows, the next four weeks we might have some good guests. We might have no episodes, but we might have some good guests. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be one of those. Yeah. Or we'll have some mediocre guests or nothing. Somewhere along that spectrum. There's quite a spectrum. It's <laughs> going to be somewhere on there between zero and good. So we'll wrap it up. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you... Oh, well, I'll see you in a month. Hopefully someone will speak to you. Hopefully I'll be back. Enjoy your leave. Sign off. Goodbye.